This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. Football is back, baby! We had a full slate of NFL games on the first Sunday of the year. And here I am, and I'll be with you every Sunday right here in the bullpen, brought to you by Bet Rivers to look at every game on the one and four o'clock slates. And when we have those uh, games in England early in the morning, we didn't this week, of course, but when we do, I'll be here for those games as well. Get extra value this football season with Bet Rivers Squares. Win up to $10,000 in bonus money. That's 10,000 bucks. Bet $10 in same game parlays on any game with the Squares icon to earn a square. Coming up on today's episode of the Bullpen with Adam the Bull, this special Sunday to kick off the NFL season, we'll look at all of the one of four o'clock games, including a wild one at four o'clock between the Dolphins and the Chargers, the Cleveland Browns sending a message at one o'clock, and the defending NFC champs get it done, but it wasn't easy. That's all coming up on this edition, a Sunday edition of the Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. You're in the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, let's jump right into it. Let's start with the four o'clock games on the docket. There were five of them and two wild endings. The defending NFC champs, we start there in Philadelphia, score 16 points in the first quarter. It looks like they're going to route the New England Patriots, but the Patriots play really good defense. From there on out, hold the Eagles to just nine points the rest of the way. They make it close, but in the end, they fall short. And by the way, the Patriots scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter to make this game. They were down 25-14. to 14. They score a touchdown to make it 25-20. And remember, the, the, the spread on this game was four points. So they make it 25-20. They go for two. They get it. It's called back on a penalty, and they fail on the second try. So now, and it would have been a totally different game too, because had the Eagle had the Patriots gotten that two point conversion, they would have when they got the ball back late in the game. All they would have needed was a field goal to tie. May have gone to overtime. We'll never know. But the Eagles not only win, but they cover in this one. I didn't think the Eagles' offense looked very good at all. Uh, Jail, you know, they moved the ball nicely early. They did score a defensive touchdown. A Pick six from Darius Slay. That was a pretty impressive play there. I didn't think he when he when he picked that off. Um, I didn't think that was going the distance, but it did, and uh, that put the Eagles up sixteen nothing at the time. But the offense again, they looked good early, but they kind of stalled out. Um, DeAndre Swift, no show. They make a big trade to get DeAndre Swift from Detroit. He has one carry for three yards and one target. Uh, one catch for zero yards, two targets, one catch for zero yards. Kenneth Gainwell led the way uh, for the Eagles in terms of out of the backfield, but, you know, he didn't do all that much. He had 18 touches, 
between the ground and the air for just 74 yards. So the leading receiver was A.J. Brown in this one. Uh, Patriots defense played very well, and I give Mac Jones credit. I, I After a bad start early, I mean, he threw a ton of passes. Uh, but I thought he played pr- pretty well and showed a little bit of a fire there that you haven't really seen much from this guy. I still don't believe in him, but I'll give him his credit. He did a pretty nice job uh, taking them, you know, giving them a chance in this game. But uh, in the end, they could they could not run the ball. 22 carries for 76 yards. And if you take out Mac Jones, 15 yards and two carries, then it's only 20 carries for 61 yards, barely over three yards a carry from what on paper is an impressive duo from Andre Stevenson and Ezekiel Elliott. But the Eagles get the win. Uh, they improve to 1-0, obviously. The Patriots fall to 0-1. Other games at 4 o'clock. Green Bay, very impressive. Jordan Love struggled early, but put it together late. Uh, the completion percentage, not great, 15 to 27, but 245 yards. Three touchdowns was pretty impressive. Aaron Jones was on his way to a monster game, but he got hurt. Uh, pulled his hamstring in this one and uh, had to leave, but he did have nine carries for 41 yards, two catches for 86 yards, and two touchdowns to lead the way. A.J. Dillon didn't do much. He had 36, uh, 36 yards on 15 touches. Justin Fields was awful in this game. He threw picks. He seemed lost. He averaged less than six yards per attempt. I uh, got sacked four times. He made bad decisions. Yeah, he did fine in the running game. He had 59 yards on nine carries. Fine, you know, for him, that's pretty, you know, it's okay. But uh, he looked lost. And he put up some numbers late in the game, but the game was already out of control. Packers take care of business in this one. Um, you know, I'm not a believer in Justin Fields. I got to see more of Jordan Love. I'm not anointing him after one game, but Justin Fields, even when he played well, like from a fantasy perspective last year, put the ball to rushing yards, never showed much in the passing game. He's got better talent this year, but it, it didn't show. Uh, DJ Moore only had two catches. Darnell Mooney led the team with four catches. He did have a touchdown, but not much there overall for Chicago. Their offensive line's got to get better. They didn't protect them well. But Justin Fields' decision-making in this game was, was pretty poor. A uh, couple other games real quick for the 4 o'clock games. Raiders beat the Broncos 17-16. Javante Williams looked solid in his comeback from the torn ACL last year. Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> the guy finds ways to win. You got to give him credit. I mean, it, this was an ugly game. Uh, but Garoppolo got the job done. And pre- yeah, the, the demise of Matthew Stafford uh, may have gone too quick. He looked great, and they destroyed the Seahawks 30-13. to Stafford, 24-38, of 38, 334 yards. No touchdowns. They were all on the ground. Kyron Williams, the youngster, the rookie, a Rams running back, was the man. I mean, he, had 15, he was 15 for 52 on the ground. Uh, you know, he, he, and he had two touchdowns for them. Cam Akers, 22 carries, 29 yards. They didn't really run it that efficiently, but three touchdowns on the ground and young, two, two Atwell and the rookie Puka Nakua. How about in your first NFL game for a fifth round pick, 10 catches on 15 targets for 119 yards without Cooper cup there. Geno Smith did not play well in this one, just 112 yards passing. Kenneth Walker, 12 of 64 on the ground. But the game of the day, really the whole day, and and especially at 4 o'clock, the wild back-and-forth affair between the Dolphins and the Chargers. 
uh, record-breaking night. Tua Tungavailoa, 28 of 45, 466 yards, three touchdowns, and one pick. He was amazing. Tyreek Hill, 11 catches on 15 targets, 215 yards, and two touchdowns. He hit um, six different – no, 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 no. What am I talking about? Seven different receivers in this game. He was absolutely magnificent. Tua was fantastic. Tyreek Hill was fantastic. And that's without getting much of anything on the ground. Raheem Mostert, their leading rusher, 10 carries, 37 yards. Austin Eckler had a monster game for the Chargers, but it's not enough. Mike Williams got hurt and left the game. Justin Herbert got crushed with a couple of sacks late. It was a back-and-forth affair. He did play pretty well, but not good enough. Uh, Eckler totals 163 yards total. Keenan Allen, 76 through the air. But uh, the, Char- the Chargers, the, one of the worst running teams last year, were great on the ground, 40 at 234, but uh, only 228 passing yards for Justin Herbert. Again, he was pretty good, but not good enough. Dolphins hold on and win this one late, 36 to 34. Uh, it's just so much fun to have football back, isn't it? It's such an exciting time of the year. Let's go to the 1 o'clock games. The Browns, the Cleveland Browns, last one, the last time the Cleveland Browns won a game in week one at home was in 2004. Their quarterback was Jeff Garcia. And 19 years later, they end that drought. Their last 11 week one home games, they had been 0-10-1. They tied with the Steelers a few years ago. They lost the other 10, but they completely dominated The Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow, by far the worst game I've ever seen him play. He was terrible last year on opening day through four picks against the Steelers, but he was brutal in this game. The Bengals' offense was non-existent. The Browns' defense was phenomenal. Uh, Deshaun Watson didn't play. I thought he didn't really play that well in this game, but the defense was incredible. What an effort. Uh, We've been looking for for, um, Miles Garrett to make a big play when it matters. He did early in the fourth quarter. He had four quarterback hits. A sack. I mean, he was he was just all a tackle for a loss. He was all over the place. Grant Delpit had a big game. The secondary was fantastic. Denzel Ward continues to play great against Joe Burrow. He defended uh, uh, Jamar Chase extremely well. Greg Newsom, he also played well. Martin Emerson, I mean, the entire secondary, the entire Browns defense deserves credit. The running game was fantastic, led by Nick Chubb. He had a- a- 18 carries for 106 yards. Deshaun Watson on the, on the in the air, not great, 16 to 29. Did throw one touchdown, 154, threw a bad pick that was tipped. But on the ground, he made some big plays, big first downs, had a touchdown run, five for 45 in that touchdown. I'll go more in depth in Bengals Browns on Monday's podcast as well. Other action from the early games. The Pittsburgh Steelers. I heard all this crap about Kenny Pickett. We heard about Kenny Pickett time and time and time again. We heard about Kenny Pickett. And what did we get? We got nothing from Kenny Pickett, but we did get a lot from Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey had a monster game in his first opener with the Niners. He had 22 carries, 152 yards, including a touch to 65-yard touchdown run. He caught three passes for 17 yards as well. Brandon Ayuk had a monster game. Uh, Brock Purdy, you look at the numbers, they're not massive, but that's because it was a blowout. They didn't throw the ball late. But he was great, 19-29, 222 touchdowns, both to Brandon Ayuk, who had 129 yards, eight targets, eight catches. Uh, Niners did it all. Kenny Pickett was awful, 31-46, 232, a touchdown, two picks, 
They couldn't run the ball. Najee Harris, uh, who's not very good. They didn't really try much. They only ran it 10 times for 41 yards. Steelers got absolutely both raced. Uh, I, I, I Listen, one game proves nothing. Doesn't prove you good. Doesn't prove you bad. I didn't think Kenny Pickett was any good. Everybody went bananas about the preseason. He showed me nothing today that proved he was any good. Doesn't mean he won't. I'm not writing him off for the season. I'm just telling you, I didn't believe in him coming in, and he did nothing certainly to change my mind today. Niners, complete domination in that game. Falcons beat the Panthers 24-10. to 10. Um, And it, this was the, uh, the debut of B. John Robinson, the highest drafted running back in a long time. Bijan Robinson, he shared carries with Tyler Algier, who was a tremendous rookie last year. They both did a great job. Bijan Robinson, though, uh, caught a pass for, for um, I believe it was a 17-yard touchdown reception. He stopped on a dime, made a beautiful cut. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, incredible play by, by Bijan Robinson. Total 16 touches for 77 yards. Uh, uh, no, that make that 83 yards. Tyler Algier had 18 touches for 94 yards. It's a team that wants to run the ball. Uh, Desmond Ritter only threw it eight times. He was 18 times. He was efficient. 15 of 18. It was enough to win this time. They, I mean, they only had 115 yards passing. That's it. But they managed to win 24, 10 because you're playing against a rookie quarterback who struggled Bryce Young in his NFL debut, 20 of 38, a touchdown, two picks. My, they ran the ball well, Carolina. Uh, Miles Sanders and Chuba Hubbard com combined 27 carries, 132 yards, but they couldn't get much going in the air. The only touchdown uh, to Hayden Hurst of Carolina. Jacksonville beat the Colts 31-21. Trevor Lawrence, uh, potential MVP candidate, uh, got off to a great start. He did throw one pick, and they took their foot off the gas a little at the end. They did put it away on the on the ground. Travis Etienne, 18 to 77 with a touchdown. Uh, expecting the Tank Bigsby had a touchdown too, but he only had seven carries, thir three yards, uh, 13 yards, two touchdowns for Lawrence, one to Calvin Ridley. So Calvin Ridley playing for the first time in two years, he was a monster. Eight for 101 and a touchdown. Zay Jones, five for 55 and a touchdown. They spread around. Christian Kirk only had one catch. He was their big receiver last year, but only one catch. Anthony Richardson in his NFL debut, he, played, he did a pretty good job. I mean, he. He was 24-37, had to throw it a lot. They were down big late in the game, 24-37, 2-23, a touchdown and a pick. It's not, you know, this is not a, he made some mistakes, certainly. But for a first NFL game with not much talent around him, he also led them in rushing 10 carries, 40 yards. Uh, it was pretty ugly. The other, the, the, the other guys in the running game combined 16 carries for 25 yards. It was bad. Michael Pittman led the Colts, eight carries, nine, eight catches, 97 yards, and a touchdown. Some awesome highlights from the first week of the season. Baker Mayfield gets an opening day win, uh, despite huge numbers from Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson. Baker doesn't put up huge numbers, but gets the job done through a couple touchdown passes. Mike Evans had a nice game. They couldn't run, but the Buccaneers hold on 20-17. to 17. Saints, they beat the Titans 16-15. Um, to 15. This was a kind of a weird game. Derek Carr did just enough to get the job done despite throwing a pick. He had 305 yards. They couldn't cash it in. They did have one touchdown to Rashid Shaheed. Chris Olave had over 100 yards, but no touchdowns. Running game struggled to the end, although Jamal Williams got a big uh, first down to end that game. Derek Henry, um, you know, 
a nondescript game. He did have two catches for 56 yards, 15 carries for 63. DeAndre Hopkins in his Titans debut had seven for 65, but no touchdowns. Ryan Tannehill was absolutely dreadful. He stinks. Uh, and that's why I don't think the Titans are any good. He was 15, 16 to 34, 198 yards, no touchdowns, and three picks. Despite that, they still only lost by one point. Uh, the Ravens got a victory on opening day, 25-9, but they lost J.K. Dobbins again. He has a torn ACL. He's out for the year. Uh, the Texans, as we know, they're a bad team. C.J. Stroud in his first NFL game, no no turnovers. I'll give him that. 28-44, 242 at 20 yards on the ground. They couldn't run it really, though. Um, but, you know, the, the three running backs, the, the two running backs that carried Pierce and Singletary, 18 carries, 53 yards, Not not much there. Uh, they were in it at halftime. It was only 7-6, but uh, Ravens pulled away in the second half. They didn't run the ball particularly well. They did run it 32 times, but for only 110 yards. Lamar only 38 on the ground, but uh, it was a weird game because it, it, the Ravens only had 265 yards of offense, but they won. They had, you know, Justice Hill had two touchdowns, even though he had eight carries for nine yards. It was a weird game, but... Bad injury for J.K. Dobbins. That guy just can't get his career on track. And, his, you know, who knows? Maybe his career is over at this point. Zay Flowers, the rookie, was the leading uh, target for Lamar Jackson. He targeted him on almost half his passes. Ten targets, nine catches, 78 yards. Odell, had, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., who's an afterthought at this point, two catches on three targets for 37 yards. So he went out Mark Andrews. Uh, the Ravens take care of business 25-9. They win their opener. Uh, and the Commanders, the final game we haven't talked about. The Commanders beat the Cardinals 20-16. to That game was closer than I thought. It was the only game. If you saw the post at Bet Rivers of our best bets of the week, I went 4-1 and one this week. The only game I lost was the Commanders because they didn't cover. I had them by 7. They did win, Sam Howell. Not particularly great, 19-31. 202 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. He did go into the end zone with a rushing touchdown late in the game. Uh, Antonio Gibson, non-factor here. Nobody really had a big game. No player on either team had more than 62 yards rushing or receiving. It was an ugly game. Uh, defensive battle. Josh Dobbs getting the start. He threw 30 passes and only had 132 yards. I mean, that's that's just hideous. The Cardinals are terrible. Uh, I was surprised that, that it was that close. Um, but you know, what are you, what are you going to do? Uh, good good job, I guess, by the Cardinals keeping it close with some decent defense in this one and the pick the pick by Howell. Um, and Washington already also lost two fumbles. It was it was really the turnovers that that kept Arizona in the game because they they could do nothing offensively, barely over two hundred yards of total offense. But they lost. Washington in the end pulls it out 10 points in the fourth quarter. But they do not cover. And if you were with me, remember last week, I told you my best bet of the week was Jacksonville uh, by five. And they took care of business. I mentioned, you know, we talked about that game already. But uh, Jacksonville wins by 10. That was my best bet. We did the Bet Rivers panel picks. We had five games we had to pick. And uh, let me give you those real quick. Bring them up. Um, let's see. We had um, what were the games we had to pick? It was the Niners minus two at the Steelers. I had the Niners. Bengals minus two and a half at the Browns. I had the Browns. Cardinals at the Commanders. Commanders favored by seven. I had the Commanders, so I lost that one. I had the Packers at the Bears. 
getting one. Obviously, they won going away. I had the Eagles minus four at the Patriots. I did, you'd argue, I got lucky in that one. But nonetheless, five and one of my picks this week. So stay with me because I'm red hot. All right, folks. Hope you enjoyed this special Sunday edition of the Bullpen with Adam the Bull. Coming up on tomorrow's podcast, we go to a deep dive of the Browns' impressive win over the Bengals. And we'll also look at the Sunday night game between the Cowboys and the Giants. And we'll look ahead to Monday night football as well. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks to Brian Monzo for producing. Thanks to Max for co-producing and working on the videos. And I can't remember how to pronounce Max Max's last name. That's why I just said Max and didn't mention his last name. And I'll talk to you all tomorrow. You've been listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network.